<laughs> What's up, you bunch of rascals? I got to get into my like energetic mode because I've just been beat down all day. So it's time to like, I don't know, wake up. I should have done some push-ups or some laps around the around that. Hold on, I'm gonna go jog around my house real quick. I'll be back. <laughs> get Please some energy here. Yeah, what's, what's up, man? Not much. Men, what's up, men? Not much. Where's Christos Christopherson? Who yeah, cares? Where is, where is he? He's at his anniversary with his old lady. He does stuff. Yeah, his ball and chain. Apparently, they've been married for like what do you say, like fourteen years or something ridiculous. Isn't it fourteen years? I don't know. I just made that number up. We, uh, I drove with my wife to pick up pizza for tonight. Uh, because I'm fat, mm-hmm. and actually, by the way, confirm that he, he is speaking of fat. fat, I just bought the fat dad shirts. Well, I didn't. Wait. My mom got them for my birthday. Wait, like, like I told you before the show, Adam, those are actually just called normal shirts. But then when you wear them, they're called fat dad shirts. Mm. Just because you know, are they like formed a certain way? Like what's? Yeah, it's like tighter around your upper torso and your arms, and then it Wait, takes now, off for your fat. Are those the actual uh-huh. ones, like off of Facebook? Yes. Yeah, I was kind of curious about those, and they taper down like around the bottom, kind of like a blouse. Yeah, so you can't like see your beer gut and stuff. Yeah, it's just like when you start getting fat when you're, you know, in your late twenties, thirties, you start getting those pants that stretch instead of the solid. You know what I mean? When you're really giving up on life, (laughs) exactly. (laughs) But they're like all tight in the shoulders, so you walk around like, "Hey, man, where's the gym?" And they're like, "Oh, yeah, you're." You're kind of buff, but you're also like fat at the same time. I hate that. When guys think they're big and they have a big, huge gut. That's what those dad shirts are for, yeah, man. Exactly. It shows off my physique. Yep. Like, look at these shoulders. How about you, you know? uh, go on a treadmill or run around the block? How about that? I was going for walks, but, you know. Or stop eating so much licorice. Yeah. Guys, pizza. my licorice that I ordered last Friday is officially here from licorice.com. Oh my god. I mean, that licorice is so good though. I can eat that whole canister, but it's I don't know how much sugar it's got in it, dude. It's it's just a can of diabetes waiting to happen. No kidding. I mean, it's uh I swear it was like for one of those little tiny pieces is like 120 calories. Really? Really? Yeah, you didn't you guys uh never mind. You guys didn't look. I should have just Yeah, flip that thing over. It's like two pieces or one piece, 120 calories. Calories 100. That's close. Total fat. How many pieces though? Should say serving size right at the top. It's probably one or two. Mm. Oh, serving size is seven pieces. Seven pieces. Wow. That I farly, I grossly overestimated that or underestimated it. One of the two. <laughs> yes. Jesus. Jesus well, said, shit, that's a pretty healthy snack then. I'm going to order me some of that up. There you go. Jesus says, I remember when Joe was on a treadmill for the show. Remember that? That was awesome. Mm-hmm. When you were on and then you were off the treadmill all of a sudden. I can't believe you guys caught that. But anyway. That was amazing. And I, and I ended it right at the right spot. Did that make the blooper reel or no? It will. <laughs> well, for this one. I mean, you know, of course it will. Watching Joe, he runs like a potato. <laughs> it's great. He took, he took one for the team. I did take one for the team. For it's sure. like if you had a potato and you're just rolling it on a treadmill, it's all like floppy <laughs> and bouncy and then it falls down. It's a great time. I'm a good, I'm a good runner, to be honest. But not on a treadmill. Dude, I am not a good runner. I'm and good. right now, if you know anything about running, Joe, you know what the, I think it's called the patilla, patilla tendon, that tendon right underneath your kneecap Ouch. that connects your kneecap to like yeah. your uh, femur. I don't know what the, yeah. fuck, I don't yeah. know what these bones are called. They're just bones. Yeah. And uh, so that, that, it's all inflamed. Reminds like all inflamed right now. Why? It doesn't really hurt. It just kind of, you know, stings a wee bit. Ouch. Overuse kneeling uh, down a lot down? this week just bashing the hell out of it you know i fell down the stairs like two weeks ago maybe oh, great i'm trying to be uh, i try to be a little bit more careful on my knees like for the past I don't know, years oh yeah yeah over the last couple of years i've really been focusing on uh not so much knee pads because i can't do the knee pads but just, i do the uh kneeling pads right so everywhere i go i got yeah. like four kneeling pads in my van even the, yeah like when you open the open up my back door and my side doors, I got kneeling pads right there so I can kneel on those and then get something out of my van. Yeah. But it's not the kneeling pads I take into the stores or the restaurants with me because then I forget to bring it out and then I'd be bashing my knees all up again. Yeah, I know. You know? <laughs> where is uh, Chris anyways, guys? Oh, well, we already said that actually. Where Chris yeah, we already is. talked about it. But that was like an hour ago. Let's address people in the chat at least. Yes, all... let's, let's address people in let's. the chat. Yeah, we got Uncle Ted in the house. Anti DIY HVAC. 
Mm. It's good to see you, Ted. What's up, Ted? Jesus, Chipmunk, Al Anonymous. Good to see you. Herman Lloyd. Chevy. Jesus Fish. Jesus Miss, Fish. Miss Egan is in the house tonight. Good to see you, Egan. Mm-hmm. I wonder if she's been busy. Oxnard Shores. Randy I think Randy Ravioli's there. Yeah, Herman Lloyd. Oh, man, Randy. I almost forgot to say hi to you. Come on. What are you waiting for, bud? What's up, Randy? Get that pumpkin. Him and his boy Luke are just hanging out tonight. Yep. And guess what, everyone? We've made friends with Randy's friend. Oh, oh yes. That was? We, have yes. A, we have a number two viewer now. We do. We do. Number two, number two viewer. viewer. <laughs> You're not first. You're last. Yeah. <laughs> I think he messaged all of us. Man, yep. He didn't message me. I'd remember it because it probably would happen numerous times. He doesn't like you. So. Yeah. yeah. I don't like him either then. <laughs> Matter of fact, I'm going to have to fight him now. <laughs> So what's going on, boys? What's going on? Dave G, what's going on? What's hey, up? Housh is in the house tonight. Housh. What's up, Michael Housh? I just listened to the uh, HVAC School podcast uh, with him and uh, what's his name? Neil Comparetto and cool. Kaiser. They were talking about uh, how difficult it is being an admin in the HVAC School. Oh, yeah. Joe, you can relate. You're like the Nazi of the group. You kick everybody <laughs> out and do stuff. Oh, they should have invited you on that show, Joe. They should have. Yeah, you could probably give him some tips. They're doing a good job there. I'm sure you sure. Yeah, I'm sure like their their administrators don't allow bad things into the group like somebody. But see, the thing is, Bill, they need about ten of them. When you only need one over here, that's all. You're on it. You're you're on it. Good. Oh, Although there's been multiple times where Facebook has threatened us to close us down. Yeah, because I yeah. let a few things go, and oh, your admin has let this go, and it's against Facebook rights because it's now, so is it, um like is it because like whatever. Whoever's trying to post is that actual post what goes against Facebook's rules uh, or whatever? A lot of times it's comments. I was gonna say because usually like uh, I think I think it was Housh or uh, Ty Banana Man. He was on there too. One of those two guys were talking about that, and they said sometimes they'll they won't even allow a post because they're like I can see where this is gonna go. There's no point because yeah. it's just gonna get heated. It's gonna do this, yeah. and uh, it sounds like we get a lot of that. So yeah, and, uh, took some notes on that one. What's up, Sir Jahalahad? Uh, was it the latest uh, school podcast with Trevor? No, no. Oh, the one where they were talking about how people are uh, addicted to our show. Yeah, it's oh. starting to become an issue. Uh, we were actually going to do like a public service announcement to tell like you a guys PSA sort of deal, and like okay. actually have standby counseling for right. people oh. so they can call. And, like, if you're addicted to our show, it's it's not good. You need uh, yeah. help. Yeah. Oh, well. Yeah, it happens. It yeah. happens. And I did. I never thought about it until I was listening. To, we, we we were listening to Brian the other day, and I actually have a clip of it here. Oh, nice. Yeah, because I mean, he's very passionate about getting the message across. Sure, show the clip, please. There you go. It's not a. It's not a video. It's just an audio. Yeah. Here you go. Yeah. You got to listen with your ears. Another thing that I want to address quickly, because I think in a lot of our minds, and I would have had this for most of my career, everybody is addicted to overtime. So if you find yourself in this position where you're already so addicted to overtime that you don't feel like you have any bandwidth, then that's probably one of the first things we got to start to deal with is really get that down to where it's more reasonable. I and mean, it's easier said than done for sure, but it can be done and it has to be done, frankly, for everybody's health and for the health of the industry. Yeah. Right. Yeah. yeah. So we got to we got to start helping some people out, the people that are addicted to our show. <laughs> and I just want to thank Brian Orr, who did not. Uh, Give us permission to use that clip whatsoever, yeah, but he actually did. <laughs> Thanks, did Sean. Yeah, I texted him. <laughs> oh, thank God, because I don't want the HVC school to start suing us. I mean, they got like three lawyers on standby at all times for these sorts of things. <laughs> so I just want to thank Brian Orr for actually addressing the issue at hand that people have become addicted to our show, and we just don't know how to stop them. And I mean, you know, so, um. Change the topic. Somebody in chat You're was a talking. good segue, Brett Pretzel. Yeah, he is. Um, change the topic that uh, somebody in chat was saying about line set looking weathered earlier in the year, like er, like early. Have you guys encountered that? And like, I wonder what he's talking about. Like, Probably I know Armaflex. Um, that's what I'm thinking. Like those mini splits or the ductless systems they have that arm whatever like that white shit you, they you could get or that you put on. I don't know. Some but, line hide on there. Yeah, uh, the white stuff was, from what I understand, early on they said I thought it was UV resistant, but that's not the case because that stuff just shreds apart to nothing. Yeah, right, right. 
disappears. I can't like I don't think it's it's. It, I believe they were saying it breathes. Like it, there, it could breathe. It's just I think you just can't have moisture get in between it. So what do you do? And I I don't know if they. I wonder if they fix the new white stuff. I'm not sure. Um, I would still like seal the ends somehow. Like you know the ends, uh, like where yeah. just seal them with something. It's try not to get moisture inside, whatever. But I mean, even if you do have that nice white insulation on the outside, do you still want that just like on the outside of your house? Don't you always try to sell your? Of course. Again, I don't do residential for everybody out there. I don't know anything about this stuff. So, don't you just want to sell them a line hide, something that's aesthetically sure. pleasing? I usually try to like pop the line line set out right where the condensers is, so you're not right across the whole house anyway. You know? Right. Hmm. Right. But if oh, you want an extra house, you could always get like pool noodles. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. yeah the pool noodles. I went and saw my uh, brother-in-law a couple days ago, and uh, his neighbor. Has an amazing setup. I wanted to get a picture, but he was outside doing stuff, and I didn't want to be like weird. You know, I have my little tripod thing and record his house and like stand in front of it and like this is what shit looks like, people. Yeah. And so he's got his condenser for his split system, like on one side of the window, and then in that window is a window shaker, and then on the other side of the window is uh, the condenser for a mini split. Uh, It's I think it's one that he installed or like his brother-in-law or something. Because it, it comes out and does like one of these wavy noodle deals. The line set comes way out. And then it goes up in uh, like right at the top of the siding, right right where the roof meets the edge of the house. Mm-hmm. It looks just, uh, it looks so awesome. It, I just want to get a picture of it so I can show everybody. You know, yeah. a couple of people in the chat are saying like the PVC sleeves or the UV resistant sleeves. I'm trying to think. They sell that kit that comes out of the side of the house. What is it? It's called like Armacell or something. Well, oh, that's a nice kit. Yeah, your cell, but yeah. it's freaking expensive. I, I almost get like 150 bucks for that. Like what is it? Is it sort of like a square? Is it designed to like hide it but look good, or is it just be like an air seal type deal or whatever for the hole and makes it look nice for the hole? And then they give you like this rubber thing that yeah. you wrap around the Armaflex and yeah. you know the the whole line set. Airx. Airx. Mm. Oh, I've never heard of that. Yeah, it's it's nice. I don't know who make. I don't know like if the suppliers even hold them over here. Honestly, I've never I've seen it. I've only seen it online. I don't think I've ever. Yeah, seen it. it's usually like right after the Fat Dad shirt ads. <laughs> I just bought a uh, file holder, one of the big metal seven tier file holders for the uh, cab of my van. So now all my Facebook commercials have changed. So they're all like van accessories. So I'm looking at all these like awesome commercials where these guys are setting up these amazing vans with like shelves hidden in the floor and like floor storage, ceiling storage, like all the just the wildest stuff. Okay. And I'm like, and I'm thinking back like, well, I guess I got a I got a file holder though. So I guess that's that's kind of the same. Kind of equal. <laughs> yeah, it's kind of the same. You know, I get my books up off the floor. Yep. What do you Man, I had a yeah. I had a 12 hour day today. Hmm. And driving. I made, I think I maybe worked two hours of it and the rest of it was driving. Oh, such a long day, dude. And I just had to put a water probe on a ice machine. And that's wow. <laughs> Four <laughs> hours away, five driving hours away. that long. Just, yeah. for, just oh for a water probe, God. dude. Bonkers. Wow. wow. But I mean, I got paid. Best part was I got to catch up on a lot of podcasts. You got paid. Is yeah, the company making uh, money? Oh my nah, God. No, there's no way. Highly improbable. I'm yeah. not sure how that whole deal came about or how it was worked out whatsoever. <laughs> you know, the the shipping guy showed up with speaking of ice machines, showed up in my house the other day, Bill. He just showed up, dropped it off, and he left. And he didn't on the app, you gotta click delivered. Hmm. I gotta release the payment, and he didn't say anything. He just left, and that was it. I'm like, do I gotta pay this guy? I wow. wouldn't. And then I texted him like three hours later. I'm like, hey, dude, you got to like click something so I could pay you because you didn't get paid. Oh, like, oh, OK. <laughs> I wonder what he's doing this whole time because he came and picked that up. Uh, what day was that last Tuesday or something? Yep. It was a long time ago. You know, I'm trying to use you ship right now because I have a giant oh, yeah. playhouse that I built. Mm-hmm. And when I move, I want to take it with me. Turns out that's kind of hard to do unless you have certain equipment to properly move these structures, which I do not have. So I put it on U-Ship. I'm trying to get somebody to move it, but nobody wants to move it. Hey, Rich. 
<laughs> so many great people in chat. Be kind, rewind. Tweet and forget about you. Good to see you. My phone on YouTube got nothing. Hemorrhoid ads. Oh, okay. The chipmunk 2008. Minky Mutu. Mm-hmm. That reminds me. I haven't seen Clive in so long, man. I wonder how he's doing. He must be. I guess he's working, right? Yeah. I forget where he's working at, though. I think he, he told me. Chipmunk will up there. Or Jonathan will uh, in chat will tell us. Or even Alan Ons. One of them. Mm. What's that? Where he's working. Uh, it's some kind yeah, of. Clive. I haven't yeah. seen him so long. I haven't been, I haven't been able to make the one of his lives because they're in the middle of the day on Saturday. So, yeah, uh, both of my garbage. Both of my Chevy. kids are. Both of my boys are are building Clive's supercomputer. Awesome, awesome. They're like half, and everything. They got yeah. They they're soldering like, and they gave up, and now it's been like a week since they moved forward with it. Oh yeah, <laughs> man. Nothing makes me angrier than when kids just like give up on stuff. Like, let me reference that playhouse that I made. It took me all summer, weekends, nights. You know, what little if I could put in an hour after work, I would. You know, I built this thing to the nines, and uh, I mean, it's got electricity, like everything. Spray foam and spray foam. Yeah, it's got it's it's everything. Panel the inside, windows. I mean, it's it's nice. Kid never. She's been in there like one time, one time. Yeah, I think cost me like forty eight thousand dollars. She goes in there one time. I'm like, why am I even taking it with me? <laughs> you know, um, water guitar. Uh, just played it like twice. Measure Quick started working on my flip phone. Okay, what's going on with that? Oh, you have a flip phone? Yeah. Or one of these folding phones. Yeah, one of those guys. Bill. Oh, yeah, see? I don't trust those on? yet. Why? Oh, uh, you know what? There was like... Know. There's Over like a time. I don't think it's gonna work out. There's like a clear sticker on the on the thing, and like the older ones, if you peel it off, it would ruin the screen. And my son started peeling it off, and then it started bubbling all over. But then I was watching like a video on if you carefully pull it off, you could do it, but it's not recommended. Really? No. I did it. I peeled the sticker off. Huh. So well, that doesn't seem like a good idea. Well, it was bubbling. Like every time I opened the phone, it was like click click. You would hear the bubbles um, clapping in there and everything. Uh, see, I don't think we're there yet. I think we can do it, and it'll be okay now. But as far as durability and the the amount of time that that screen is going to last, I don't think we're there yet with technology. Well, I'm pissed off because I bought the flip or the yeah the flip three, and three weeks after I bought it, they came out with the four. I didn't even know <laughs> that. Oh wow! How much you pay for it? Uh, straight trade, straight trade for my freaking four year old Note Eight. Yeah, see, that's not bad then. Man, I'm still rocking a Note Nine, dude. What this, size is, is is that comparable in size? To uh, the Note? Yeah, it's pretty close. Yeah. Yeah. Interesting. Camera's not maybe not quite as nice, but it folds up and it fits in your pocket. So. If it's a, Johnny McMasters, yeah, it's good to see. You. If it's a straight trade for a for a Note Eight, then tells me how good the phone yeah. Is. I mean, if you got no money, <laughs> to it, essentially, I guess it's a it's a good experiment. Yeah, <laughs> if that screen lasts a year, like folding open and closed like that, I can't imagine. Like one day you close it and you just like, yeah, you, know, you got a quarter in your pocket or something, and it rolls into that screen and oh, does something. What does R E S mean on contact or max load? Resistance what? It means resistance. If you have a contactor that's used for like a heating element, like uh, I was just actually just looking at a Frymaster. It's an electric Frymaster, and the uh, Right on the side of the contactor says 50 amp res. Yes, so resistive load. Resistance. Yeah. yeah, resistive load. Because then you got the other one was the FLA, which is um, full load amps. Full load amps, which gives you that. So, like you, said, that's a good point there, Bill. So, resistive load would be like a heater, crankcase heater. Yeah, because um, it can be different. Like you can have a contactor that's 50 amps resistive load, but it might not be. I guess 50 amps would still be able to handle a motor, but like a big old compressor or something like that, where you have that sudden inrush of of amperage, yeah, you know, it could spike up above 85 or whatever, and it's, it's that'll be uh, on the inductive side, inductive side, yeah, exactly, yeah, yeah, the inductive side, and it's not rated for it, so right, that's I, another yeah, thing you got to watch out when you size I, for it. I never realized there was a a different rating. I just always saw like 30 amp, 40 amp, 50 amp, whatever. You know? And well, something I just found out this week because I learned it the hard way. So I know you guys don't do a lot of hot side stuff. So yeah, speak to the 
anybody in the chat who does hat side, I know there was probably like four of you guys in there. Um, so this Frymaster Fryer, they have each vat has two contactors, um, a heat contactor and a latching contactor. One's essentially like a safety, and then the one cycles on and off. So the one pulls in when there's a call for heat, other one cycles off on and off with a the thermostat, right? Right. It's a pretty simple concept. And the contactors, after a while, they go bad, just like any other contactor. They buzz and, and whatnot. So I replaced some. But Frymaster went with a completely different contactor. It's like a looks like a motor starter, a line starter. And I just don't like those. So I guess I offended Joe. Yeah. Um, so I, I just went and I was like, well, I'm, they don't make the old ones, the original ones for us. So I just went and got some regular contactors. I made sure they were 50 amp resistive load rated. Uh, all the voltages, everything matched and everything, you know, the coil voltage and everything. And uh, I put them on there and they're having the same problem where the, um, well, actually, no, I take that back. They're having a new problem where now the contactors aren't pulling in, even though they're essentially supposed to get a call to, um, a call to heat. So what I found out is that those contactors, the non OEM contactors that I got, the actual coil, uh, you know, that actually pulls in the, the contact points and actually, you know, makes the contact close. That that coil is apparently uh, too high of resistance for the control board to actually power it up to energize it. And I was like, well, that's stupid. And there's nothing on, as far as I know, there's nothing on the side of that contactor that says this coil is uh, whatever ohms of resistance or it's rated for this or it's rated for that. So that was the only thing that I, I couldn't have verified. So long story short, I got to go back and do it the right way with the um, correct you know manufacturer contactors. You know what they call that? Dirt foot. Dirt foot? Do it right the first time. The O's are silent. Oh, that doesn't make a whole lot. That's a, you got to explain a lot to get the end of that phrase. <laughs> Sorry, guys. Call that dirt foot. That sounds like a disease. <laughs> Gout fur. I, was yeah. a, uh, I went to a service call today. Yeah, on a system that I installed, I think 2017, the end of 2017 or something like that. Mm-hmm. It's a two-stage four-ton and a two-stage three-ton at this house. Number one, I guarantee it's freaking oversized. I look at it, and I'm shaking my head. Well, number <laughs> two, I left the original return drops and small one-inch filters in this thing. Ooh, it's a bit normal for you now, eh? And I tested the airflow with the true flow. Yeah. And I just wanted to kick myself in the nuts. Hey. You know? Yeah. It's going to happen. You're going to come across a lot. Um, dude, it just like was depressing. And it was like, why didn't I put this thing up on boxes? We could have put, put them up on boxes. We could have put space. media air cleaner, whatever, you know? Just a few small tweaks and that system could have been. You know, that's what I was talking to you the other day. Like, I think for now on, if there's space, I'm just going to put on a box for now on just to save. You know what I mean? Why not? Doesn't hurt. Doesn't hurt. Yeah. But whatever. You're, we're going to talk about something before the show. We're talking about it before the show. What, what was it? I don't know because you weren't there. We were talking about we were. Um, the efficiency of oh, that's right. sensors and how that relates to dehumidifying. Ah, gotcha. Right? Gotcha. So we were kind of talking, actually, maybe I should just pull a couple of shape. Pull yeah. Them. Can you read them? They can't read them, can they? I don't know. Mm. They could try. Hang on. Try. Make something up. What do you mean make something up? Sing. <laughs> sing a song, Joe. I wish I knew this song hey. to sing. I would sing it. Thanks for sharing that, Mike Henderson. What's he saying? I'd like to find my old sales guy and kick him right in the peanuts. <laughs> Why is that? That's a good question. <laughs> hey, Griffin. Oh, I see. Dave G is saying in the problem that I was describing, he said a varistor would solve that issue. They go on to the wire side of the contractor coil. No, there wasn't one in there, or there weren't any in there. Oh, Mercury wetted contact. What's a, what's a varistor? Informed. That is a good question. Isn't it just very resistance? <laughs> a varistor. Sure. I should probably Google it. Isn't that our job to be researching things while we See, talk about it? Yeah, most, right. 
<laughs> most super successful shows like ours, they have somebody like off to the side where we're like, hey, right. hey, hey, Doug, can you Google this? Yeah, yeah. You know, try, <laughs> check this for us real quick. We don't have that yet. Varistor is an electronic component with an electrical resistance that varies with the applied voltage, also known as a voltage-dependent resistor. It has so a nonlinear, non-ohmic current voltage characteristic so, that is similar of that of a diode. So if the contactor coil was too high of a resistance for the the control board to actually engage, to actually energize it enough to, to pull it in, how would a varistor change that? If it's in line with the contactor coil, man, I feel like I'm going to walk into a pile of crap and make myself feel dumb. <laughs> that's, that's okay. So if... if yeah, you got a varistor in line with the actual contactor and the control wiring going into the contactor coil. So how would that actually... Come on, Dave G, speak up. How would that actually uh, do anything? Dave G is super smart, by the way. I don't doubt that. He's watching this show. I just assume he learned everything from this show. He probably did. He's, I think he's one of the people that are guilty of being... Uh, you know, John is saying it's OG. in parallel with the coil. Obsessed with overtime. Solid state, really. Yeah, but <laughs> is it somehow very because it's varying resistance? Uh, so, what is it doing to the actual current, the electricity actually going into the Hamilton, coil? Hamilton said it too. It limits the current. Keeps the coil from pulling too many amps, huh? Mm -hmm. huh. But how does it do that? Somebody tell me how it does it. It's limiting the current that the coil can pull. Metal I don't and know. What, yeah, Ferrister, what are you guys are talking about? And if it's limiting the current that the coil can pull, the coil can actually still energize. It can still pull in. Hey, Randall, we were. Um, it's all, you're almost sounding like it's a. What's it called? I, Solid state relay, or like a. I confirmed the coil voltage via resistance value. Um, no, I just uh, I just knew the old one was a 24 volt coil. That's just what I got. The only thing I did confirm was the resistive load amps. They were both 50. That was literally the only thing I did. And obviously the voltage was, you know, I don't know what is 600 volts or something like that. Hmm. Um, I'm losing, losing track of the chat here. Yeah. There's a lot and of I believe a MOV would make that contactor. I don't know what you're saying, John. He doesn't believe an MOV would make the contactor work. And somebody else said what the MOV is, but I, that was too far up. I don't remember. Oh, yeah, I don't know what MOV is. Move over. <laughs> <laughs> hmm. Mothers of victims. Oh. Oh. I have no idea. I don't know what you guys are talking about, to be honest. As hmm. usual. Yeah. So it just varies the resistance, but somehow it's it's it sounds almost like it's a I don't know, like a um EPR valve on a on a reefer system. It stands for metal oxide varistor anonymous. Thank you. Hmm. You guys in your big words. <laughs> These guys are metal just smart. oxide varistor. And John's like, oh, it's a MOV. John's <laughs> a pretty smart guy though. Yes, I've, yes, I've yes. had some deep conversations with him. Yeah. Did you, uh, he was kind of showing me his uh, personal system for his house that he installed. Yeah. Yeah. yeah I've seen that before. Yeah. That's well, what he's doing. That? Huh? Is he all done with that? I don't know. He said he's been working on it for a couple of years, I believe, hasn't he? Oh, wow. Yeah. I would love to Last... see the update for sure. I'd like yeah. to see what his significant others thinks of that entire deal. It's pretty I, neat. Out I of the way, see what anyone that buys the house thinks of that deal. Oh, that's I a good know. point. <laughs> They're like, "What is all this nonsense?" <laughs> hey, Sean S. We should uh, Bill ever work on this CTX ovens? I don't think so. What are they? Uh, is that a pizza oven? Maybe. It sounds like it's an Imperial brand something. I remember working on an Imperial oven that had some sort of X in the model number, but yeah, I'm not sure. One of my uh, favorite videos that you made, Bill, is the bread oven that you climbed inside of. That was terrifying. Oh yeah, oh that really? Was terrifying. Imagine somebody just kicking that door shut and like turning it on. Oh my god! Luckily, it didn't work though. But, yeah. Hey, what's up, Alaska? What is the best practice for replacing belts on cooling tower? You replace them. I know here they want you to um, 
I guess, recheck the bolts on things like that. Maybe after, what, 24 hours, I think they say? That's what they do here, anyways. That's what they want you to do. Here? Yeah. That's probably everywhere. It's just standard. Replace them 24 hours later to check them again and recheck them. I've never heard that in my entire life. No? No, not ever. Not ever one time. Yeah. Is that like a rule of thumb or something that you guys do in Canada? I would think it's a good practice to recheck them. Yeah. Are you still moving to Ohio? I don't know. We'll see. I'll do it. I could swing by your house like every day. I can't believe you drove from Michigan to Cleveland. Like I do that like two, three times a week, man. Wow. Oh, next week. Next week, they're like, hey, you want to go work in Pennsylvania for the day? I'm like, I've never been there before. So. Pennsylvania? Pennsylvania, bro. You know oh, my that God. Is? Dude. I, for some reason, I think that refrigeration guys, like, it's pretty normal. Because I was talking to Dave G, and he, he freaking drives all the way down to, like, Florida and crap. Yeah. Really? And the thing is, like, around here, too, is, um, I mean, there's a lot of contractors. But uh, I don't know if it's a lot of customers are, like, rotating through them because, like, some are just sucky and... You know, whatever the deal is, but it's like whenever I get these faraway calls, I'm like thinking to myself, you know, and I like the business. Don't get me wrong. I'm glad they're calling us, but I'm like, you guys don't even be closer. And I know you guys like, charge no. full labor like for drive time or I hope so. I don't know because I get paid to drive. So and I use that drive time to listen to podcasts, educate myself a little bit. What's your favorite? I'll listen to the radio. That is a good question. I was actually going to ask you guys. I even wrote it down. What podcast do you guys like? Because since I've had all this drive time, I've had to broaden my scope of podcasts. So I'm going to open up my app right now and tell you a couple that I really, really enjoy. Hmm. Interesting. So you just fill the dead air for a second, Joe. I uh, I like school the best. That is HVAC most, school. Well-rounded. There's broad array of topics and yeah. So my podcasts, I got like 30 of them. I would say probably 10 of them are my uh, Spanish podcasts that I use to uh, study Spanish. But since I've had so much additional time, I've, like I said, I've been broadening my range of podcasts. So I've moved into like personal growth podcasts, okay, cool. like mental health, personal growth, fitness. So a couple of them that you guys really should check out is um, this one called Impact Theory. Really, really good podcast. It's more or less like, covers a lot of things in life it's like if you don't have a life coach this guy kind of helps you motivates you brings on guests that are inspirational you know not in like a cheesy way either like he had michael stranahan on there the uh, a couple episodes ago and um it was awesome like that dude's super cool so that's a good one quick brain that's um jim quick he does a lot of brain hacks tells you how to learn faster, learn better, absorb more when you're reading it. If you guys ever follow Trevor Matthews, I think he mentions him quite a bit. Oh. Uh, and Refrigeration Mentor podcast, HVAC School, of course, Advanced Refrigeration Podcast. I don't even subscribe to our podcast because there's no point. Yeah, because you don't update them. No, I don't update them hardly ever. Did last week. Did he? Yeah, right. I started adding a couple in. And then the other one I want to recommend you guys is check out uh, actually two other ones I'll recommend. One is Dave and Chuck the Freak. Check it out. It's hilarious. And then the other one is called Mind Pump. Mm. Really good stuff. It's it's more like fitness and with a touch of like mental health, how to deal with stress, you know, the, the adversities of life, but really good stuff. So check those out. I hope you guys were taking notes. They'll be we are, uh, speaking of podcasts, we're actually debuting a new podcast tomorrow. Yeah. It's going to be different. I got goosebumps thinking about it. Very different. Mm-hmm. We're gonna be talking about it's what is it called, Bill? It's a cooler head podcast. Cooler heads. Cooler heads. Cooler heads. Cooler heads. So basically, whoever wants to be on it, I guess, right? With Brett. Pretzel. Yeah, with Brett Pretzel. And really, the whole the only theme of that is gonna be work and home life balance and the various relationships within those. And that's it. So. It's not going to be another overtime because there's no, only one. Nothing of those. could be like overtime. No, no. we're not gonna no. we're not gonna go off on tangents. This is basically I'm going to use this as like a therapy session. Yeah, yeah so I was thinking too. I'm going to use it as a therapy session. Talk about like what bothers me about the whole being in this industry, not ever knowing exactly what time you're going to get home, the the struggles of uh, maintaining relationships with your kids and your 
your wives, your husbands, your yep. boyfriends. What are their other? I don't know. Furries. What are what are furries? They're their furry husbands. Whatever. They dress up like bears. Yeah. But anyways, it's kind of like you know, like I don't know. My I was kind of raised by my grandpa that was uh, a World War II vet, and if you would cry, he'd be like, "What are you a girl?" You know. And the, my whole point behind this is there's a lot of guys out there that it's like they think it's kind of like sissy to go see a therapist or whatever. So you don't 100%. need to be a therapist. You can just listen to our podcast. And- yeah, so you just remain broken. And and I would say, at least I know with myself, and, and this will all be stuff that we'll save for that, but I know I'll just say this real quick. At least with myself, I know a lot of the interpersonal problems that I've had have really capped my potential as far as not just being 100%. a great service technician, being a great father, husband, brother, son, like all that stuff. It's really capped it. Mm-hmm. And the thing is, though, is I have come to realize that and I'm smart enough to understand that I need to improve that. So I suck up my humility and I figure these things out, you know, <laughs> they're not obstacles in your life. They're puzzles. And I you just figure them out. Eat licorice for my happiness to make me go in my happy place yeah <laughs> so when you get diabetes you can just remember how happy you felt when you're eating all those and so my purchase for the week was fat dad shirts and licorice and i bought i bought a uh thing <laughs> i don't know if i told you guys this last week but my last purchase was this tv from like i think it's like 1986 or something it's mm-hmm. called a mega watchman it's a cassette player tv combo from the 80s and it's mint Still sealed in the package from the factory. Mm-hmm. Fucking mint, bro. What are you gonna do with that? Awesome. Set it on my shelf just to look at it. Oh. Now back to uh relationships and that. Bill's wife keeps asking him, why do you keep ordering all this stupid shit online when they're moving in two weeks? Oh, that's, that's delivered to his current house, and he's gonna that's a good question and move it to his yeah. new house. I have all those boxes that were behind me at one point now. Imagine those doubled and now downstairs oh in bigger God. boxes. That's nuts, Bill. Yeah, it's uh, I gotta slow down because I'm not made <laughs> of money, son. <laughs> I'm not, I'm not made of money. If I ever want to achieve financial independence, then I should uh, probably set a little bit of that aside, I suppose. Yeah, yeah. I'm buying crypto. Yeah, is that what you guys are doing, or that's what you're doing? Yeah. Now, what are you doing, Joe? For uh. Not to get too involved in your personal life, but investments like you got 401k, pension. Like, what do they do in Canada over there? There's no such thing as 401k here. No pensions, yeah, pensions. Yeah, I put a little bit away, but not much right now. But I put a little bit away. That's about it. You're you're not going to be able to be installing, uh, you know, snow melt forever. You're back, (laughs) yeah. That's see, and that's where that's where you really got to start thinking about these things. So, like, what are you going to do when you go to retire, Joe? Because you know, you're probably. You probably got like what, maybe another twenty years left in you. Mm-hmm. So in yeah. twenty years, you're not going to be able to save up enough in twenty years to retire for the next. Because if you retire at sixty, let's say you live till you're ninety, that's thirty years you have to live with whatever money you saved up in twenty years. The math isn't there. Yeah, I gotcha. And actually, I was listening to a couple different people, including Joe Rogan, mm-hmm. and he was saying like, there's a good possibility that thirty year olds now. Will live till they're 120 with the development of medical Wouldn't that be wow. some shit if you like planned your whole retirement based off of whatever age you're like, I'm gonna shoot for a hundred, probably not gonna make it. Everybody in my family never makes it, you know, we got a history of whatever. And then you live to be like 120, and then like the last 20 years of your life, you're just dirt poor. Yeah. You didn't plan that far, and you're like, I didn't know I was gonna live this long. I'm gonna mooch off my kids. <laughs> should i mean they mo- they're mooching off of you right now it's terrible that's a good idea there you go but i mean it's something you should really think about and i'm i'm thinking about it quite a bit now as my knee hurts you know my back hurts yeah body's starting to get beat up a little bit yeah. don't you blame know, invest, for a long invest time. in yourself eat healthy save some money stop spending it on dumb ebay shit yep. yeah i am <laughs> legitimately spending almost all my money besides the licorice on uh different classes and certifications coming up now i'm traveling non-stop to these classes i'm super excited like what like um i'm doing the aca design class with ed genowak in washington dc 
Mm-hmm. Uh, I'm going to the Energy Conservatory for Train the Trainer with Chris Hughes and Steven Rogers. Awesome. I'm um, going to NCI yeah. with Bill. What is that? Right outside of Detroit National. Yeah. Where are they doing? What's uh? What are they doing again? NCI. Combustion. Combustion. Oh, nice. Training and certification. That'd be cool because I've never been to a combustion class. Nice. Never yeah. even used a combustion analyzer to be honest. Really? With you. Yeah. Hundred percent. Wow. Wow. Yeah, I've never been in a company that really pushed it, and um, you know, not to you know pass the blame for me not knowing something off on somebody else, but uh, there was a point at my last company where I was going to go to a class, but it never worked out, and then I switched companies, and now it's going to work out. Well, you know what? I think you should um, spend some time and actually go through some training with TEC too, because airflow. I think you'll get a lot out of airflow. Too. I agree, hundred yeah. percent, and. You know, like investing money in yourself and your education like that, that's a very good exit strategy. If you can swing that over into like, you know, consulting or training, I mean, there's a, there's a couple good avenues for that. Like I'd like to move into some sort of a training role, but you know, I just don't know if uh, not every company is structured in a way that they could easily take on like an active training role, you know? Yeah. Cause you have to have money for one, you have to be very profitable. You have to have things set up in a certain way that allows you to focus more or less on training. You know, you're talking shops, logistics, equipment in your shop, your, your ability to create curriculums and stuff. But you could but also be like a, like a traveling nomad, like T Y banana man. Yeah. Just, yeah. yeah. And you know, I put my application in for that, uh, that Copeland Emerson gig, the, the trainer, I haven't got anything, any calls or anything probably, but, uh, well, not probably, but probably because they know who I am and they're like, yeah, we're not calling that guy, but <laughs> no, but something like that, like TY banana, man, he just kind of nomads around the earth and, you know, does a couple training events every, uh, every so often and goes back into the high desert and lives with mountain people. Yeah. Um, let's look at chat here, boys. If there's anything interesting in here. Oh, you should highlight that one. Thanks for all the answers. He yeah, he did ask a few. Last one, air source heat pump. When I come on, yeah, a cool bad mode. news monk. He says I just turned thirty now. My bones pop when I get out of bed. Got to start my morning yeah. rooftop morning yoga again. That's right, bad news monk. I'm telling you guys, stay stretched out. Start eating healthy. You know, exercise a little bit. For the. Uh, for the heat pump, you just just cycle it like heating mode, cooling mode. Usually, that's usually uh, releases whatever's stuck there. He's trying to do. I know he's saying it's stuck in cooling mode, so you could try to like uh, I don't know, block the condenser or and put it like switch it from heating mode, cooling mode, heating mode, cooling mode, and usually happens. Usually works, but get a hammer, bang that reversing valve. Yeah, <laughs> see what happens after doing that. Mm-hmm. Anything interesting to, uh, this week, boys? Anything planned? This week? Let's see. Like this coming up week? or you... Yeah. After the weekend. No. Nothing? No? I'll probably be driving Monday and Tuesday, and then Wednesday I'll do a service call, and then I'll drive Thursday and Friday all the way back home. Oh, wow. That's not but... really going to happen, but that's what it feels like some weeks. <laughs> so, no, nothing too crazy going on. Just a couple of rooftop units to be installed. We had a uh, we had a walk-in freezer that we're trying to figure out what happened. The actual walk-in freezer box itself. I don't know if you guys have ever taken one of these apart, but they come in panels, put them together, and you lock them together, and all this yeah. stuff. Yeah, and they basically just sit there, right, in the yeah. building. In the ones inside the building, anyway. And this one's inside the building, and it has somehow shifted. To like one corner is like raised up and it twisted the the box and now we have all Ouch. these gaps like there's these big giant gaps that are like i don't know half inch three quarter inch um but the box is sitting on the floor so obviously i think the floor is has been heaving oh. underneath this uh underneath the freezer could be moisture underneath there i don't know um mm. but they, they were like what can can you guys do to fix this like, you gotta take it apart right yeah, we'd have to take it apart and, I don't know, try to or at least shut everything down, kind of let it warm up, get all the product out of there, and uh, see if we can maybe lift it up, somehow level it. I, honestly, I don't know. Ouch. That's I mean, they would have to. I, I feel like they should address the floor issue before they do anything else. Right. Which, do, you, 
do you ever like is that a job where you know obviously everyone gets has customers that have unre, un like realistic mm-hmm. expectations and ask you to do things that you just know are not going to work you just walk on jobs like that what do you say like how do you respond to them well usually we say yeah and then i'm like oh man this is gonna suck. <laughs> usually we say yeah yeah and then i'm like i'm like why are we why are we saw cutting into a, a drive-through to to pull some plumbing pipes out like we're not plumbers right and stuff like that i'm like this is wild yeah. and then we'll do it and like it'll kind of work i mean it's not the greatest but it'll kind of work but luckily we don't do that very often like a, a lot of times we um either sub it out or or they uh i don't know or it's one of these ideas they don't actually need done they just get by and have very inefficient equipment like this walk-in freezer deal it's been like that for a while it's just (laughs) now we're the new contractor and they're like well what can you guys do to fix it i'm like i mean i don't know we got to figure out what's going on underneath this floor like sequest says yeah there's moisture problems somewhere some somewhere there's moisture uh, happening like Mm -hmm. yeah it could be just maybe i don't know how thick that concrete is i think it's a walk-in freezer i wasn't there myself i just looked at pictures talked to the other tech blah 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 uh, but it's a concrete slab that it sits on. So, I mean, there could be moisture just sitting underneath there due to right. bad drainage around the building. Insulation, you know? yeah. Insulation around the building, around the space. Who I mean, knows? It's a, a tiled floor. You could just have moisture underneath the tiles. Check humidity out, like around the, uh, what's it called? Around the walk-in. Hey, thanks, Small what Fry. What's Small Fry saying? I said somebody I took a shit. You are the shit. Yeah, that reminds me. I've been holding back a turtle head. Really? This entire time. Yeah. Be a man. Well, it's good that we came out today. I wasn't feeling too well. I was tired and stuff, but. Yeah, what are you tired from, Joe? You're not even wearing a shirt today. <laughs> yeah, I am. What's Hold up with that? <laughs> you're wearing a zip up hoodie. How do you know? Because I can see it. <laughs> you're, yeah, you're on camera. <laughs> you can't tell. Maybe I'm wearing a V-neck or something. No, you're not wearing a V-neck. <laughs> if you were ever, you wouldn't zip it up all the way. So are you going to be, uh, what is it, 9 o'clock? You're going to be there, right, Bill, tomorrow? No? Probably, yeah, I'll probably be there. What's 9 Oh, okay. Joe's kind of early, though. Yeah. Joe can't be there because he's not married. That's right. You can when you get married, that. Joe, come talk to us. Yeah, hurry up and get married and then divorce and then boom. Yeah, hurry if up. If I get and... married though, guys, I'm going to be like Chris. I'm going to be happy, no, no. complaining. No, 100% <laughs> no. I think, was it this week? Like I was talking to Chris and like somehow his wife was on the on the horn too. And I was like, you guys are so gay. So they were doing that lovey-dovey thing. I'm like, you guys are just so gay. I wish I would have saved your comment that you made. Because uh, occasionally we do like voice comments or whatever when we're yeah. driving. Can I repeat it? I got to repeat it. It was sure. Awesome. What did I say? So uh, Bill was actually talking towards Chris, and Chris responded, and you could hear him. He was actually listening to the comment oh, in yeah. the shower. Yeah, yeah. Oh, yeah. <laughs> that's right. They're going back and forth, and then he he said like some kind of a statement or a little bit of a story, and then he stopped. And Bill's like, "Hey, dude, when you said, oh, Chris is like, no, what he say? He's like, don't leave me hanging here. Don't leave me hanging." <laughs> <laughs> yeah bill was like uh he's like that didn't sound too well he's like i'm not sure what you're talking about the story or uh something else and i was like that's super gay bro <laughs> super gay chris is super gay though that's okay that's okay we still don't mind him you know what i heard what breaking news you're not supposed to use the word use the word spaz anymore do you guys know that Why? really yeah it's apparently now a slur against mentally challenged people oh gosh yeah because it's a they had this long meaning because it's like spastic or something and then there's this there's this type of mental handicap that it's directly related to and they call it a slur now and apparently the only reason i know about it is because there's this new song by beyonce and she uses that word in there twice and she goes she's she's gonna remove it to appease Oh, all God. her all her fans well, that was the thing too i know my wife was saying but like um you know was you it a last or a year when they said 
this is the the new thing for white power i'm like i'm pretty sure for like 200 years that meant okay yeah or if you it do was... it upside down on your under your belt buckle like that if somebody looks at it then you could punch them in the in the shoulder it's okay oh, yeah, and yeah. it's upside down owl face sunglasses and punch i have them. no idea yeah jason so yeah, i can't say spaz anymore so it's the, yeah Chimunk is saying it's always was it Chimunk who said or I don't know. I'm saying it's always been a slur, and Helsh is saying too it's a slur in Europe. Hmm. Now that I think about it, it probably has been a slur because whenever I used to call people spazzes, that's yeah. what I was essentially thinking of. You know, somebody <laughs> just kind of freaking out, having a stroke or something. I so, mean, yeah. I don't think like growing up, like being born in the early '80s, um, I think we were probably fairly politically incorrect. Oh yeah, hundred percent, man. <laughs> But nobody cares. Tell you like how many yeah. effed up things I said to my friends and in front of other people, and it was like, man, like at okay. church in front of the pastor. And say what? <laughs> like at church in front of the pastor. The oh yeah, yeah. He's like, dink. Damn it. Yeah, dink. I mean, that's kind of just like a swear word, I suppose. Um, Ted was dink saying I was in a band called the Spastic Children. Interesting yeah. name. Yeah, it is an interesting name. <laughs> Last Even says retard was normal in the nineties. Yeah, yeah you're, you're, you're right. Small fry it was. You can and use I still, instead. I like that. I mean, I still use it quite a bit though, and it's it's a fault of mine, I would suppose. But you're super politically incorrect, though, Bill. Oh, not oh, yeah. that bad. No, super not duper. that bad. Oh yeah, super. So, duper. Sometimes I'm like uncomfortable, and I was I'm trying to get off camera because I feel so weird. <laughs> does, it make, does it like make your back sweat in all the weird spots oh yeah Sometimes level of uncomfortableness i'm like i'm wishing i could just turn you off i know? wish upon yeah. a wishing star <laughs> like that time we were talking about randy fucking pumpkins <laughs> oh my god man that's great <laughs> thing yeah <laughs> i'm pretty sure he got it he was laughing too randy's a cool guy though so he's yeah he's okay with it he liked when you said uh, Randy and Luke with his balls out. Yeah, that was yeah. hilarious. It's probably because I guessed right. Well, because you said Luke, and Luke, you know, Luke's always got Luke is known for his, yeah. You know, <laughs> balls to the wall in that place. Right. Literally. But anyways, boys. Oh, my cam just got disconnected. Oh, there we go. I should be still back in a second here. Your, uh, what is your battery dying? No, no, no. I think I just... Move the thingy majiggy on the side. Did you upgrade to a Game Boy powered camera from the nineties? No, no, it's coming back. It Your be blue dots back. are moving slower than usual. <laughs> I love his optimism. It's coming back. It's coming back. I just gotta wait for the sun to realign with my solar panels. <laughs> There's a cloud over overhead. Oh my god. The sad thing is I offered, I said, Hey, out of the the uh overtime money. Can we yeah. just send you a camera? And Joe's like, no, 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 no. This is better than any camera you're going to send me. It is, yeah. it is. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Notice the only person with blue dots blinking up and down. 14 Unbelievable. Years. The guy who's usually sideways. <laughs> Unbelievable. Just wait, just wait till his three dots go sideways. Wow. Uh, it's going to be awesome. <laughs> Look, they're vertical. <laughs> I think it's coming back. You look taller, Joe. I think it's coming Jeez. back. Why don't you turn the lights on, Joe? How about fight? Push this in like this. Do, do, do. Don't push that. Anyway, let me unplug You ever watch it. those dots? There's the actual pattern to it. Yeah. yeah I really noticed that. Yeah, there's a little bit of a pattern to it. Why isn't it going on? Hold on. You know, you know what I kind of wanted to talk about before we uh, wrap yeah, this cool. thing up? So we wrap ladders. Up. Ladders. So we had a brief discussion before the show about ladders. Oh, so yeah. you guys in the chat, what size ladder do you all carry? I know... Some of you guys who are strictly residential, you probably don't have the big, long extension ladders. Maybe you do, maybe you don't. I don't know. What size ladder do you guys carry? I carry a 28-foot extension ladder and then just a simple little 6-foot A-frame. Yep. You know, or is it an 8-foot? Not a 6 or 8-foot. It doesn't matter. But the 28-foot, the 28-foot, I think, is pretty perfect for, I guess, light commercial stuff that I do. I can climb up to most buildings. Bad News Monk says he's got a 26. Advanced Refrigeration Podcast is a 32-foot ladder, man. F that noise. <laughs> you ever climb up a 32-foot ladder? Yeah, it was higher than that. I was dude. scared shitless, dude. 
like I can do the building ladders that are bolted to the side of the building and you got that cage around you. Like I can do probably 40, 50 foot of that. Yeah. Maybe even higher, but 32 foot all the way up on the top and you're climbing over a parapet wall and it's all like wobbly and oh my god you, know. and you, you, gotta, you guys gotta check out on youtube there's a chimney man from like england or something called like fred fred dubner or something all right sounds like a chimney sweeps name and the, yeah. i'm talking about like the industrial like factory chimneys those things that are like a couple hundred feet tall oh okay. yeah well he would take like wooden ladders and he would set them up straight on the building and then drive stakes into the brick and then tie off the ladder and then rope up another ladder and he would basically put a bunch of ladders tie them off all the way to the top and then make scaffolding around the top and then work on the chimney oh nice adam p yeah. says he's dead but he was a fucking legend yeah fred dubna yeah he a chimney he died. yeah you think he fell in a chimney yeah natural causes his body goes splat. That's kind of natural. Grab yeah. is natural. Yeah. Yeah. I think that's what happened. We did a uh, boiler at a church. We did a couple churches, but uh, one church we, you know, abandoned their chimney because we went with an indirect tank and a couple condensing boilers. And they mm-hmm. asked if we can go to the top of the chimney and cap off the, the existing chimney. And this thing was freaking tall. Oh, gosh. Crazy tall. I'm like, I hate those things. Nah. I'm like, you call just the leave fire it. department or something. Just leave it. It's been yeah. called the fire department. <laughs> Man. You, you've seen my house, Adam. Like, I got such a steep roof. The pitch on that thing is just nuts. So when I went to decommission my chimney, I actually thought for a second. I was like, I can get up there, smash with a hammer, and, you know, have a roofer come in and roof over real quick. Because I couldn't yeah. find anybody to just do it for me. And uh, I put a ladder up against my house, and I started climbing up there. And I was like, no. Like once they get off this ladder, I'm just going to slide right down. I don't understand how anybody can walk on that pitch. Yeah. I've had my entire roof redone, and I've seen people doing it. I just don't know how they do it. Yeah. When you know, I uh, our magic feet, the house we had before this, it's th- the house was like an A-frame house kind of deal. It's like the front and back of the house. Originally, it all was a twelve twelve pitch, which is a forty five degree angle, right? Right. Uh, the center of the house, they put a what do they call it? Where they bump it up. And they made it very low pitch, but it was super tall, super tall. So um, when we were working on it, we put in new plumbing and there the roofers put in like one of those lead vent things. Miss you too, Chris. You got to tab over the the lead into the the uh, plumbing pipe, the vent, you know, so it doesn't leak all over. Yeah, yeah. yeah. I'm like, I'm gonna go up there and do it. I get to the top rung of the ladder. I'm like, I can't do it. We each (laughs) try to go up there multiple times. I called my brother's friend that's a carpenter. I'm like, you want to come over here and do this for us? I'm like, I'll buy you a case of beer. He's like, I'll be right over. So he shows up right over in sandals, oh. climbs up on the, the low part, the low pitch portion of the roof, and then shimmies over the 12 12 pitch in sandals and then does it in like two awesome. minutes, comes back awesome. down. And uh, he was already half in the bag. He's like, Do you have my beer? I'm like, I used to buy it yet. What do you do for beer? I guess when you're used to it whatever it's easy um christian was in chat which is awesome he was on his anniversary and he wants to say he misses us awesome was it i wonder if he's doing anything cool for his he's in chat no he's not anniversary he was he's on the air the... conditioning guy good to see you buddy he's on the couch well now probably. he's on the couch but he was on his... probably watching the notebook with his wife <laughs> the they seem like that couple that does that like if you're friends <laughs> with them like imagine if we all live close to Chris, like it would be awesome, but what do you guys think? You think we could l- handle his level of like happiness? You know how when you hang out with happy people for way too long, it kind of like gets on your nerves and like bums you out because you're like, how is this guy happy. so happy? Yeah, happy people are nice, Bill. You guys are just so bitter. That's true. That's Come true. On, I need to, positive man. I need to surround myself with more people like that. Hey, we got Trevor Matthews in the tra- in the chat here, refrigeration mentor himself. Which, by the way, Trevor is putting on a class. I think it's full, if I remember correctly. But he's doing a yeah upcoming rack class, and then I think cool. next month he's doing a CO two class. Which um, I am going to go to that one instead. So, Trevor, yeah. if you can hear me, uh, hold a seat for me, please. <laughs> I've just been dragging ass on actually uh, getting the paperwork filed and actually getting that paid for and all that other stuff. Nice. But yes, hold a spot for me, Trevor. I'm coming to the CO2 class. I will. I want to learn all about CO2 for some reason. I don't work on it. I may never work on it, but it's it sounds really cool. 
Dustin says, "Don't do it. Negativity fuels the soul." But you guys, you guys, how do people stay positive? That's what I want to know. How do you stay positive? Stay positive. You have to stay positive. Well, look at it. like that's one of the things. Like I struggle because life is just beating you down. But then you get somebody like you know Dustin or uh, Trevor Matthews, and you start talking to him, and these guys are just like they're like sunshine hey. and rainbows coming out of their ass. You know this book. I yeah. just got this book the other day. I haven't read it yet, so I can't vouch for it. But um, I've heard good things about it anyway. So that book, The Power of Positive Thinking, awesome. And then this book has been awesome unlimited power by tony robbins cool this book is uh addresses a lot of stuff like your negativity for it for me at least negativity comes from self-talk like you can change your whole word your whole world with a couple words super easy i agree you know you're having a bad day well that's because you choose to like you're talking yourself into that bad day you can easily talk yourself out of that bad day Hmm. yeah but you fall into these patterns throughout life and you turn into a bitter son of a bitch. That's and right. It's hard to break those patterns. You know, right. people can change. It's just really, really hard. And most don't do it. I agree. So if once you recognize those patterns, like I recognize a lot of my patterns, I'm I'm usually a dick at home. <laughs> yeah. And yeah. So now I just have to interrupt those patterns, create new right. patterns. Is it working? Slowly. But it is, I mean, honestly, it's hard to change. Like I've been monotone and pissed off for 40 years. Yeah. I was born this way. Uh, do you still have the life coach? Yeah. How's that going? 100% I would pay for it all over again. Really? really? I might actually do again? another year with him. I, I want. I would like to have Trevor as my life coach. I feel like I'd be going places. That dude. He's so busy, though. I know. But looks like Trevor is a Canadian. Just realize that, okay, guys? You are the anti. You are okay. like. Yeah, that's and true. Look at, look at Brett, Jordan Peterson. Another Canadian, you know these Canadians. I tell you guys, they're just you're just good. Brett, Brett's not Canadian. Jordan Peterson is. Oh, I don't uh, know that guy. You were like the Venom. If uh, Trevor's <laughs> Spider Man, you are Venom. Joe. Yeah, that's true. <laughs> yeah. Exact opposites. That's awesome. You got some sort of alien infection, and now you're not like a nice Canadian anymore. <laughs> I'm always nice. That's why, like the first time I met Trevor, I was like. This is what Canadians are really like, eh? <laughs> I, I honestly think we kind of broke Joe early on. I think he started yeah. off being real nice, and then he kind of got the uh, American vibe. But then he took it too far. Mm-hmm. <laughs> he took it a few te- steps too far. He, you absorbed, know? he absorbed too much of our negativity. <laughs> it was like uh, he was surrounded by it too much too quickly. Mm-hmm. I'm still good. I'm still a good Canadian. Mm-hmm. I try to bring See. you guys down a bit. But no, like... As far as like life coaches go, and you know, this isn't like some crazy hippie uh, yoga instructor who you know tells me I gotta I gotta worship the sun god or anything crazy like that. Yeah, it's uh, it's it's kind of like my own miniature Tony Robbins. Like, helps me uh, figure out these patterns I need to break to uh, try to I don't know what the word is um, achieve all my potential. You know, like. There's a ton of shit that I could do, but most of the time I come home, I'm pissed off and I'm angry and I don't do this. I don't make this a priority. I don't do bunches of other things, but that's more sad. That's a deep conversation. Yeah. Anyways, let's get out of here. Well, I didn't queue up the thing beforehand because we were talking turkey. Well, we so queue it up, just end it. Like, it's going to blast you. Oh, turkey. no. I feel like we do this every week. It's look, guys, it's only 154 episodes, right? That's right, Brett Pretzel. See, that podcast be. is going to be extremely great for our own mental stability. All right. So tomorrow, and that's where we will have those deep conversations. Everyone, the Cooler Heads podcast, click and subscribe. Uh, I think we're broadcasting on YouTube tomorrow morning that we're going to move it over to a podcast. And yeah, it's like switching a- from maple to carol syrup will 100% change a Canadian. <laughs> okay. Hmm. Speaking of that means maple syrup, I really enjoy pancakes, Joe, and I think a lot of Canadians do. Yeah, and what can you have pancakes with? Maple syrup, exactly. Bologna, bologna. You ever have a fried bologna sandwich? Yeah. Oh my god, my ears! I know, right? I just fry that bologna up and uh, put it between a couple of pancakes with some bacon. Mm. Sounds Get good. A little dab of maple syrup in the middle. 
Little dab will do it. Brett Man. saying, if I ever had a fluffer nutter. I don't even know what that is. I think it's like um, a candy bar or something. I've always wanted to be a fluffer. Mm-hmm. No. No, I didn't. Kenneth. I didn't that say that. Joe smuggled. That'll make it to the blooper reel. <laughs> yeah, right. If I can find another clip of like, what do you guys want to be when you grow up? I always <laughs> wanted to be a fluffer. <laughs> yeah, it didn't sound too good, eh? It didn't sound too good. No. Especially coming from Brett. Yeah. Oh, oh, but he's a nutter and his butter. Okay. Nate's in the chat. Nate, Nate. There's all kinds of people in the chat today. Cool. See, Nate's another guy who probably knows how many licks it takes to get to the center of a Tootsie Pop. <laughs> yep. That's one way to wrap it up. <laughs> For sure. <laughs> you know what I mean? Wink, wink. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. See you next week. See you guys. Where tomorrow? Tomorrow morning. Click and subscribe.